Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Ooh, savage. I like to keep it real simple. We are so excited to start off this 2023 new year with one of my favorite creators ever, Miss Ophelia. You guys also know her as Mama Tot. Thank you so much for joining us. I couldn't have picked a better guest for our, I literally have goosebumps right now. I couldn't have picked a better guest to start off this new year. So thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. And she's not really feeling one. She said, I'm doing this. I'm here. <laughs> she looks yes. as pretty as ever. I know you guys can't see her right now. She's pretty as ever. And her her pup came in, Mr. Pedro, right? Yeah, he's 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 over there shaking because I turned the ceiling fan on. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's old and ornery. He's got that thin skin now, so he's over there shaking like an old man. Wait, it sounds like us, older and ornery, right? <laughs> All right. I have to know, because th- I don't know the answer to this question. I have to know, how did you even get started with TikTok? It's by accident. Like I, I think I think everybody's answer to that is, okay, the pandemic hit in sure. 2020. And we all flocked to social media in, in, in some way. Um, before TikTok, I had a career in the furniture world. Um, and I lo- loved it. I was, I'd been with the company for almost 15 years, actually. Um, And I didn't have much of a social life because I had thrown myself into that career. And I worked Monday through Saturday. I only had one off day, which was a Sunday. Like, I worked myself today. I was working all day. Um, Like, I literally had perfect attendance at this company. (laughs) 
I'd been there almost 15 years. And the only time that I had ever missed a day was when I had surgery. I'd never called in. Like I literally loved this job. Um, so I didn't have much time for anybody else. And cause I, you know, just put this career before everything pretty much. Um, and then the pandemic hit and my teenagers, you know, especially my daughter would be like sending me these funny TikToks because she knows that I love comedy. I absolutely love comedy. Um, and eventually I was like, let me, let me open this daggum app. Like, let me see. <laughs> well, it made me create an account, you know, create an account yep. to, to then like join this whole TikTok thing. Um, and I just kind of threw a username together, you know, well, I love shoes. I've got over 300 pounds. I'm a shoe lover. You know, I just kind of threw it together. Um, and I really just started the account by being a watcher like like everybody else. And I continued getting up every day and whatnot. And then um, I was at work one day and I come across this video. And it was of a young girl. I don't know, maybe 15, 16 years old. She got in this really pretty dress and all she wanted to do was get her mom's reaction of her in this really beautiful dress. Mm -hmm. And the reaction that she got was not what she had expected. It was completely different. It was, you need to take the dress back. You're too big for that. You, It was horrifying, but it was like I was looking at an old memory of me and my mother. Mm. I did not know how to stitch. I did not know how to do it. I did not even know how to make a TikTok. Okay. I, I had no idea. I was not a creator. I was a watcher at the time. Um, I immediately called my daughter. I said, tell me how to, <laughs> how to make video play first and then me. And she was like, okay, well that's a stitch. And she gave me like a little five minute class. I was literally at work. I ran in the break room. I shut the door and I stitched her video it was basically like, I, I think you look lovely in your dress. And I had one of those mamas too. And then I eventually quit listening to that heifer. You know, it just, it had a lot of love, but it had a little bit of a comedy part to mm -hmm. it. And I posted the video and I went back to my desk and I immediately knew what going viral went. It was, oh, wow. like, I think within 30 minutes, it was already at a million views within 30 minutes. And I'm wow. thinking, what? I, I didn't even do it. To me, in my mind, I didn't do anything special. I I just wanted her to know that don't take the dress back. You mm -hmm. you beautiful, you know, despite what what she said to you, you know. Um, but it was the comments. The comments were, I feel safe here. Mm -hmm. I wish my mom would have said this to me on homecoming. You know. Oh wow! That was it. It was. I'm going to use this account to do what I've always did, you know, mm -hmm. than anything else, but it would allow me to reach more people at a time than just the one person at work or, you know, at Walmart or, or, or something like that. And it was, it was a done deal right then. I, that's what this account will be for. Well, I'm going to share what I've been through. I'm going to share what I did. I'm going to share every single hardship that I've had, because if I would have had a guidebook, all these years of the hard times that I had, maybe things might would have been a little bit easier for me. So that's how it got started by accident. Like I didn't like come on here and try to be a, I hate the word influence or I hate that. I, <laughs> right. I didn't do it. I didn't ask for it. It just 
happen. And because it just happened, I just have this feeling that I'm, I'm really doing what I'm supposed to be doing mm -hmm. and I shouldn't fight it or I should not try to do it. I should just continue to be myself and just go with it. So that's, it happened by accident, technically. I love that though. I love the fact that you watched first because that's kind of how I was. I just watched and I would send it to my family, but my family would be like, oh my gosh, what is this? That's so dumb. Like, get that's so stupid. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. This is hilarious. Yep. Like, yep. For, I'm comedy too, right? Everything I would watch would be comedy. I didn't get stuck in a lot of the drama or whatever. Like now it seems to be there's more drama on TikTok, which don't get it. Don't get me twisted. I will listen to it or watch it and be like, who is that? Why are they talking about that? But that's not what I get on there for. It's always the funny stuff. And I would send that stuff to my family and they're like, oh, what a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. And the more I got on it, I'm like, no, you guys literally have to watch these things. They're hilarious. Like, and there would be this, the dumbest ones that I would be literally cackling over. But I love the fact that you're a watcher and then something motivated you to put that video up and then you had a plan. Because I think most people, when they would get on TikTok, it's like, I'm going to put a video up. Okay, I think I'm going to try thirst traps. I think I'm going to try this. I think I'm going to try that and this. And, and I think that's probably why the longevity is where it is when you're authentic. It's just me. I'm not trying to be anybody else that I'm not. And do you think that that comes with being secure with yourself and... Like, we're similar in age, right? Do you think that be that comes with age and being secure? Yeah, because, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like public speaking. Not me. I will just walk up on stage and own the entire thing. I um, love that. I love that. Very vocal. Um, very social. Uh, I can meet somebody for the first time and instantly talk to them like I've known them for years. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that is kind of in with what we do as as creators because you know you just set the phone down and just talk to somebody like you're talking to a girlfriend right mm -hmm. so i do think some of it you have to be a little secure with yourself for one social media ain't always nice you know they're gonna have people that just kind of come on through and leave a hateful comment they'll call you names and tell you you look terrible and like, they'll say some really mean stuff, and you, you cannot let that bother you in any type of way. You just got to be like, okay, well, you look like a fool right now. You know, <laughs> right. there's that for you to just tell a stranger, you know. So you have to have some security with who you are to kind of put yourself out there like that. But I'm, I've kind of always been like that, though. It wasn't anything that just came to me later in life. I have always been like this, mm -hmm. always. I'm the spitting image of my dad, and my dad was this comedian, this very cool, funny, loving, understanding, just this big person of a beautiful human being. And I'd like to think that I'm just like just like him in a lot of ways. You know, he was hilarious. You would have loved him. He was hilarious. Aww. Sounds like we have similar parents. Well, similar dads, I should say, not moms. Do you want to talk about? Your mom, you guys had a rocky, is it still rocky? Was it rocky? I do. I, I went no contact 16 years ago. Now, it was, I had not spoken or seen her in that entire time until I lost my baby child in June. And I don't really, what I can remember, because, you know, when something traumatic like that happens, it's very hard for you to remember certain things for those of you that are not quite sure do you want to tell them what happened real quick 
Um, my son, Randon, 18 years old, um, went to a gas station in a not-so-good area of town in Mobile to meet. Now, we don't know if this was a friend, friend or an acquaintance. We do know that they had like met each other a long time ago. I don't know, maybe like a year or two ago. Um, and either he was there to buy a bag of marijuana or he was there to sell this person a bag of marijuana. The person texts my son and says, hey, I'm here. Uh, and this was the day before his 19th birthday, too. Mm. So 18, but the day before his 19th birthday. My son pulls up to the gas station. The guy gets into the back seat of my son's vehicle. 11 seconds later, my son is shot um, and manages to gas the vehicle across the street to another gas station where he lost his life. Um, so yeah, we don't, we don't know what it's either one of the, the purpose was one or the other. We, we don't know. We don't know if we'll probably ever know actually. Um, but yeah, so he, we lost him the day before his, his 19th birthday. And either way, I mean, I know that it matters to you, whether it was, he was doing this or he was doing that for me as a mom, for everyone, as your friends, when I heard about your son, I was coming back from the pride parade. And I was driving and my phone just kept alerting, alerting, alerting. And we're like, I'm like, I, I, what's going on? I don't know. Like, was it because I just posted all these pictures? Maybe people, who knows? I'm not really sure. And we're driving back and I handed it to my best friend. I said, hey, can you look at that? And she's like, something about a mama tot. And I said, huh? And and I said, go to go to TikTok, pull it up. And we saw your video. And I, I just literally, I mean, I, I have goosebumps right now. And I was like, I wow, I don't even know her like she's my best friend sitting next to me, but literally tears were going down. And I said, she played the video and I'm crying. And then she started crying and she said, who is that? And I was explaining, I was like, she's a creator on TikTok. And when it came out like, oh, well, it could have been a drug deal. I was like, I don't give a fuck what it was. That's someone's baby. That is her child. I don't give a shit. So for us, or for me, I will speak, I didn't care what it was that happened because I know some people and you had to come on and say, well, this, ha I don't give a shit what happened. That is your child. Well, the night that it, the, the night that it happened, we, we weren't told that. We weren't told that at all. The only thing mm. that we were told was that on, on Randon's lap, there was a bag of, of marijuana, but they, so they didn't know that, you know, sure. my son, could, he could have been a smoker. They. Yeah. Like they didn't know, they didn't have the footage of the gas station yet. They didn't have any Anything, of that yet. Right. So, so to them, they pull up and my son is unconscious and has a small bag because it wasn't a large, just a small bag mm -hmm. of marijuana sitting in his lap. So they didn't know that night that it happened. So we didn't get like any type of details until like a week later. It might have been four, four or five days later. But it, but as we were updated, I, I was making it a point that I, I wanted to tell people. Sure. I wanted, you know, we have, we are not ashamed. We are not, uh, you know, I, this is my life. Right. And I don't think anyone should be ashamed at all. I oh, mean, no. at all. No. To me, I, I'm very open with my life. Right. I want to be open with everything. So as we were updated, I managed and wanted to update other people. I just did. I, I wanted to be very open with that. And I'm glad that I did because I stand mm -hmm. by my decision to do that. Absolutely. I thought um, it was amazing that you know, in your time of grief, you're like, I'm going to step out and I'm going to say this yeah. because being on the other side of things as, 
an, a creator myself, I would see some comments and I had someone call me and they were like, oh, well, this was the reason. I said, I don't give a fuck what the reason was. Get off my phone right now. That is her baby. Get yeah. off my, f- I was so like irate that who gives a shit? It's yeah. someone's kid that is no longer, you, no, no, no. I said, get off my phone. Well, no, I was just saying, I said, I don't give a shit what you were saying. Like, I literally am like, so at first I wasn't sure if you were saying it because maybe you had backlash of people saying, well, was it this? And I was almost mad for you. So I'm happy to hear that you're like, no, I just want to share my life with people. And I wasn't forced by people to say I had to say this. Like, literally, I think if we, if I go back to the videos, it, it was probably like on day four where whenever we were given this information from the Pritchard Police Department that I was like, well, I want to talk about this. Let's, okay, number one, like, let's think about this for a second. What if there is a 15-year-old teenager, okay, sitting at home right now that is thinking about doing this or thinking about doing that or a 21-year-old thinking about, okay, well, I need fast money. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, hey, I want you to see something, okay? I want you to see that I'm a mother and I've lost my son over a small bag of marijuana, okay? Mm -hmm. There is another mother that her son is now being accused of taking somebody's life. There are now two families Mm -hmm. that are suffering in a situation that didn't have to be. So, I mean, I listen, my, my son's life ain't go, it, it, it is not going to go down without showing some importance here. Okay. Right. Like, you know, no, he wasn't some big heroin. No, it was a small bag of marijuana, but that small bag of marijuana took my son's life. Okay. So let's just put that out here and let's talk about that. Let's talk about a situation that is occurring in a lot of young people's lives right now. Mm-hmm. Um, addiction is at an all time high. There's a lot of stuff that I've been doing on the back end ever since this happened with with my baby child. Mm-hmm. Again, I understand it's marijuana. I know what my stance is on that. Um, but there are some serious things that are going on with our young people. I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about it. Um, I, because- and I'm glad that you did and that you are because you and I are both kind of like the moms, the aunties, right, on TikTok. They, they come to our pages. They're like, we feel safe here. Hey, I want to come out to my parents. What should I say? I mean, and I see it on both of our comment sections, and I love that. But I also see, and I'm going to try not to get emotional, I see how many of these young kids that are hurting so bad. Uh-huh. So bad. I mean, I have a 10-year-old and I'm like, oh my gosh, what? How can I leave this world a better place for him? How can I start and make an impact right now that we can help this younger generation and and flip flip things for them because they are so hurt and so broken? Oh yeah. And it it kills me. You know, when someone it's, comes in and is like, oh well, my mom this and my mom that, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like mm-hmm. how? It's the number one comment let me tell you something when i was growing up with my mom i mean i know we've done went on like 10 different subjects no it's okay because we're coming right back to your mom which that's where we started so it was good (laughs) when i was growing up when i was little and then become you know a preteen 11 12 13 all i wanted this is going to sound so simple but all i wanted was my mom to be my mom but to be my friend like I wanted to go to school and come home 
and tell her what so-and-so did. Mm-hmm. Mom, you're not going to do this. Sarah, da-da-da-da-da, you yep. know. I wanted a mom, but I wanted a friend, okay? It is so shocking to me how little kids want from their parents, which is to be acknowledged, mm-hmm. to be listened to, and to be wanted. Those are three things that kids today need from their parents. They don't give a damn about what kind of car you have, mm-hmm. how much money you have. They don't care. All they want is for you to acknowledge them, to acknowledge them. That That's it. That's it. Well, I don't like, think people understand that when people come in our chats and they're like, shout me out or say my name. And it burns my ass when these creators watch their chats and they won't talk to the people in the chat. And I'm like, you don't understand. You might be the only person that acknowledged that kid or adult today. You that's might right. be. That's all that they have is saying hi in a chat. And you can't fucking say hi to somebody in a chat. That's right. And you're you look at, at some of the profiles and you're like, that kid is eight years old. You probably don't have any business being on here at eight years old. But if you're on here and you are crying out to me or you're like, I, I, oh, my God, she said hi to me. I mean, they're not being dramatic of, oh, someone with big followers said hi. They're being dramatic because someone noticed them. That's right. Because they have no one. And it's exactly. like you people with a big following like what we have and you can't say hi or you can't get in your comment section and interact every now and again. I understand mm-hmm. we're all busy because my, my kiddo comes first, right, before anyone. But these kids aren't in there to try and make your life. Well, some of them are. But most of them are not in there to try and make your life hell. They're in there because they want a connection. Well, it, yes, but in the, the social media allows them to get something that they're not getting in their home life, right. you know? Although it shouldn't be a substitute parents because I know what? parents, they hand them a phone and they're like, go. And I'm like, that's not it yeah. either. But do you feel, because I kind of feel this way at times, do you feel kind of a responsibility for, as a creator, like a responsibility of, okay, well, if someone's kid is coming in this chat, I'm going I'm to be like a mom to them or I'm going to be that person that I would want if my kid got on social media I'm going to be the person I would want my kid to interact with and not some. It's, it's all, it's always, it's always that I I always have that in the back of my mind. You know, what if this person, you know, sees this, what Mm -hmm. if, you know, this 14 year old girl just does not have anybody to, when I tell you that there are, there are thousands and I mean thousands of messages on my TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, my website, even Cameo. Cameo like charges, what is it, like, um, I don't know, four ninety nine or something to send a message. I will. I literally will turn it off. I'll, I'll turn the free messaging on because I'm like, no, please don't charge somebody. They just need me right now. And I, I'll turn the free messaging off and be right in that inbox, you know, doing what I can for, mm-hmm. for you know, because it... I always put myself in somebody else's shoes, no matter what the hell I'm doing. And when I see some of these messages I get and some of these comments I see, I always put myself in their shoes. I cannot tell you how many times that I have seen other creators video and somebody leaves a message that says, 
I don't know. I don't know who to turn to. Is there any way we could talk? Do you know that I have slid in there? They don't even follow me. I have slid into their their messages and said, I seen your comment on so-and-so's video. I'll listen to you. And some of them have been like, oh, my gosh, are you serious? Or, you know, don't even know who I am. Mm -hmm. And then they that I'm a large creator and they're and they're like, well, how did you find me? And then I, I seen I seen your comment. Yeah. You said somebody, you know, it really just kind of like makes their day. It's it's why I follow ten thousand people back. You know, our limit is ten we can only follow ten thousand mm -hmm. people. I follow people back because I, I want them to be seen and heard and acknowledged. I take being a creator very seriously and I take somebody needing me very seriously. I might not be there or can be there for everybody. I damn sure gonna try, honey. I'm gonna try. Well, let's talk about that because I I get a ton of DMs, right? As well, so I understand what you're saying about hey, I I need this or can you help me with this? Does it ever get overwhelming? Uh, all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, you just a few weeks ago, I had to take a little bit of a mental break. Mm -hmm. I, I had to tags off mm -hmm. um, so that I was not getting tagged and you know, these emotional things, you know, um, a lot of people don't really realize this, but before I lost my son, I always struggled with the grief videos mm -hmm. when somebody would tag me in somebody's video because they lost their dad. Or I always struggled with that because there's nothing that anybody can say or do that is going to help you or heal you or guide you through a grief process. I, I'm sorry. It's just not. Everybody is going to grieve differently. Right. And everybody is going to go through those waves of grief. And there's nothing that anybody can say or do that is going to help you. There's, It's just not. It's nothing, right? So I always struggled with that. So I kind of stayed away from getting tagged in those grief. And then my son is murdered. Okay. My son is literally taken from me in an instant. And I'm, I'm now part of those videos now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm now, I'm now one of those people. I'm one of those people now. Um, and I still try to stay away because right. I, I, I'm not good at it. I'm not good at, at helping somebody with that because for me, I feel like it's time time is on our side when it comes to grief. We're not getting over it. Just like you said, we're learning to manage it better day by day and year by year. So just recently, I've had to turn off my tags because I, I didn't want to be tagged in, in these, these grieving videos when I was just about to experience my very first Christmas ever mm -hmm. without my baby child. You know, so I do have to take a mental break. It is extremely overwhelming because it's all day, every day for me, mm -hmm. all day long. I'm glad but to I hear that you do take that break because it, it worries me as a creator that gets tagged a ton, as a creator that has, I'm sure, the exact same DMs. Hey, I, especially if I post that I've done something, I've always taken the stance of I'm not posting the good deeds that I do because I don't need people to see those. And then someone put me in check over that. And they said, but Heather, if you show some things, don't you think that will kickstart other people to do things? And I fought tooth and nail. I said, absolutely not. I'm not going to be that person that shoves a camera in someone's face and says, oh, look at me, look what I'm doing. I said, I won't do that. So then I got 
I had myself put in check, like I said, and I took a step back and I was like, what if they're right? What if they're right? What if I show something that I did and I started make, working with Make-A-Wish and I started working with, um, well, kind of, I shouldn't say with someone, but I started a kind of kickstart to kindness. So when I did that and said, hey, I'm helping these families out, my inbox just full. Well, I'm a single mom and I'm this and I'm this and I'm that and and I need this and can you help me with here and how I mean it's still every day I'm still getting tons and tons. It wears on me mentally. Like it hurts me. It hurts my heart, it hurts my mind, like it not saying oh those people aren't out there, but it really hurts my soul. So I always wondered with a person that is as giving and as caring, someone that's similar, does it just get to you where you have to just shut down sometimes? Yeah, it's it's, it's torture sometimes. It's it's very I'm an extreme empath, which makes it a hundred. Oh, yeah. So everything that I see and read that is is causing these emotions and somebody else, mm-hmm. I, I'm now feeling them for myself, mm-hmm. and I, I I don't get a break from that. It's so I have to make myself get a break. But so I've learned how to you know turn the tags off, and I'll shut off the messaging. Um, I, turning off my tags is a huge help. Is a huge help because if I'm going by my for you page on TikTok, I'm, it's going to be comedy and animals and 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 hair TikTok. I love hair TikTok, um, so I, I try to stay away from a lot of the grieving ones. Whenever I do, mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 torture to me. So yes, I I do have to balance things out, but because it takes a toll on my mental health, absolutely. Okay, let's talk about. What do you hate about, what do you love and what do you hate about TikTok? What I love about TikTok is the community, mm-hmm. the community of, of people. Um, you know, somebody could lose a home to a house fire and TikTok is going to come through and they're going to get that family in a hotel and make them safe and warm. And, you know, the, I love the community of mm-hmm. it. But what I hate about TikTok is that, People do not do their research on something. Let me explain it like this. Somebody can make a video and say, this stranger attacked me in the parking lot of Walmart and she works for this boutique, blah, blah, blah. People will have no evidence of this. They're going to go straight to the Google for that boutique Mm and leave and try to get this person fired and everything that they can taken away from them. And then a week later, a video comes out that that person lied. It was the ex-wife of this person, and they made it all up to get back. And now you've caused this person to have now lost her job at a boutique and did nothing. I hate that people will believe anything without zero proof or without having the second side of the story. They just see a video, and they go immediately on attack. Mm -hmm. Stop doing that. There are some people on the Internet that are not very truthful and you have to stop believing instantly. Please do your due diligence and look for proof before you jump on a hate train and destroy somebody's life. That's what I hate the most. I I will never be a part of that. I can't stand it. I hate it. Stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Stop doing that. Just stop. Like you're destroying people's lives because somebody said so. Right. Well, I'd so... I take that into consideration when I speak about companies. There was a company that literally 
a person high up said, you need to speak to this company, right? This person, the company, because I want you to work with us. I would have never reached out to them, but this person high up said, please reach out. I reach out and they're like, well, um, we'll make sure that you fit within our brand. Like really snotty, right? And totally pushed me to the side. And I'm kind of like, I wasn't even going to reach out to you. I was asked by, I let it go. I let it go. And I was really annoyed by it because I thought, how dare you? You know, where I grew up, we lived in a three bedroom slab house. There were, I have two sisters. So there were five of us in this small little house, no basement, one bathroom, we didn't live in a very affluent area and we just, it is what it is, right? And when I would tell anyone where I graduated from, oh, that's where you live? That's where you're gra-. So I have been looked down on a lot in my life, a lot. And I'm like, you know what? It shouldn't matter where I come from. So when this person said that to me, I think it triggered something. And had I not been a grown ass woman, had I been maybe 18, 19, I probably would have come on and be like, oh, this company. But I didn't. And I didn't say anything. Why? Because I knew the second I said something, I don't go out here and try and wrong anybody. I, matter of fact, I don't like it. It doesn't sit well with my soul. If I do something wrong or I think it's wrong, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to do whatever I think that I can try to make it right because I never meant to do anything bad in the first place. I thought about it and I said, there's no way. I said, someone said something to me today that it really hurt my heart. And people are like, who, who was it? Who said it? I said, I'm not saying that. I'm saying this as an example of it really hurt my heart but I'm not going to go after them. Like, I'm going to take that higher road. And they wanted to know, but I tell you what, Ophelia, I knew the second I said something, they would have tanked their reviews. They would have been calling that place. They would have, and I love the fact that they're protective of me. I love that. But I also do feel we have a responsibility as creators. Right. That's that's the the main reason people will, will take it to heart. Right. I am loved on that app. Mm-hmm. People see me as a family member of theirs. Mm -hmm. And you have literally been tormenting a family member of theirs. I'm not saying a damn word. I'm just letting you dig your own hole over there, heifer. Okay? You go right... I'm sorry. I live right next to a train. I I do too. It's fine. It it sounds like I'm at home talking to you. (laughs) So, when I looked... when that I love that. That is so loud. I love it. Like... It never comes at like eight o'clock in the morning. And the one time that I'm trying to look. <laughs> um, so that is what I hate about social media, yeah. about the, the TikTok is that we have to be mindful of our mouths. Mm-hmm. Okay? We have to be understanding of other people and what they might be going through or what's going. Yeah, we have to. We, we got to be quiet on something. I had to learn because this red hair and growing up like not in the best place ever, you know, like you learn, yeah. you learn to kind of be quick witted and oh, on it. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I've had to make sure I've bitten my tongue a few times. That's for sure. Okay. Listen, I think it's hysterical. The stuff your husband brings home for you. <laughs> The stuff your husband brings home and some of your videos that you test the moonshine. Anytime I see those coming up, I'm like, nope, I'm watching this whole damn video. I'll probably watch it twice because it has me cracking up. I think the funniest thing that I saw your husband bring to you because her husband's a truck driver, as she mentioned before, and he brings her is every time he goes. 
Oh, it's almost every single time he comes home, he's coming home with something that he's picked up at a truck stop and he's got to give it to me as soon as he gets home. It's, I mean, I, I've gotten a cone head, I've gotten like Yoda glasses. I've got, I mean, I've got an entire wall over there of, of <laughs> home. What's the and craziest it, thing he's brought you that you've been like, no way? That, that stupid cone head. <laughs> which, I, which I think is like at I don't know maybe 10 million views now because it just it shocked the hell out of everybody they was like no ain't no way ain't no way yes there I loved way. it <laughs> for you he's not crazy. for me but I loved it <laughs> oh, he's, he's hilarious you know the whole tasting of the moonshine kind of came by accident um and it to happen after I had went to go and visit Bunny. Okay. Um, well, when I got to the airport, we had gotten there a little bit early because Rissa had to go to work and everything. Um, I went in one of the stores and I seen the pickles, the cherries, the, you know, I'd seen it and I thought, I'm going to, this would be a good TikTok video. I'm really going to try this. And I ended up doing that and it was like a big hit. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to make this a series. It, it changes things up on my account. Mm-hmm. Okay, we are now going to get into, it's called the Savage 7. <laughs> she said, what the hell is that? <laughs> it is a part where I ask you seven questions. I will ask them quick. You can take your time answering them, but okay. it's seven questions. You can only have one skip, so be careful which one you skip. Okay, so seven questions. You ready? Yes. All right. Who is your hall pass? Oh, God. What's her name? Jamie. Um, why am I forgetting her last name? Do you watch The L Word Generation X on Showtime? I do not. I do not have Showtime. Oh, okay. So, well, years ago, they had the show, I think, The L Word, and then it kind of came back as like a sequel, Generation X or whatever. Anyway, she is an amazing actress. She's a beautiful trans woman. I love her on the show. And I need her in my life, okay? If I'm going to be a lesbian, I'm going to be a lesbian with her. I love her, okay? She's my hall pass. She can be She can be my husband's hall pass as long as I can say hello, okay? <laughs> I, love, I can't remember her last name right now. I know her. Okay, because that was one of the other questions. If you became a lesbian, who would you be with? I, please, I, she, okay, I'm going to tell you why I like her. There's something that keeps <laughs> in my eye. I'm going to tell you why I like her. She is so real, number one, okay? She is so passionate about her work. She's got a love for animals, which is same as me, okay? Same as, you know, me and my husband together. There's something about her that I just love and adore. I really, really do. And I love to see her, because I never heard of her until the show. And okay. I think like season two or season three. So I've seen like all the episodes. But I, I love her. I love what she does. I love her work that she does outside of that show. She's just an amazing person. Like if you watch her in interviews, she's so real. I don't know. I'm so trying to her as just this beautiful person in the world. And I just, I love her to pieces. And she's, she's drop dead gorgeous for one. I have but, to look her up because I don't. I yes. don't know who it is. Although I'll probably look her up and be like, oh, that's who it is. That's who it Love. is. <laughs> okay. If you weren't married, who would you try to date right now? 
oh my God, this is going to uh, sound really corny. It's going to sound really... I love Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's corny. <laughs> He's from here. I, oh, he, listen, you got to come to Cincinnati because he is from here, John said. I love him. <laughs> I, lo- I don't know. He's got some kind of swagger about him that just drives me crazy. And I really like him. Yes, it'd be Woody Harrelson. And I'm not taking that back. So if you had a hall pass for a guy... Would he be your home? Yes. Harrelson. Okay. All right. Next question. Most embarrassing thing that has happened to you? Um. Okay. So a lot of people don't know this, but my first husband, my children's father, uh, it, it wasn't an identical twin. Okay. Identical twin. He had a brother <laughs> look identical to him. Okay. Um. I did it. We all lived in this big house when me and him got married and then his twin and his wife got married. We all got married very young, 19, 18, 19 years old. Okay. Um, And we all lived in this house with their dad because unfortunately their mother passed away uh, in 97 or 98 to to a brain aneurysm. Mm. Um, So, you know, now dad is kind of like the patriarch of the family and, you know, Anyway, we all live in this big house. Well, I didn't know that my husband at the time had let, they were, they were floor installers. Uh, I did not know that he left. And I walked up to who I thought was my husband at the sink washing a cup. Okay. And I walked up behind him and put my arms around him. Okay. And then my hands just kind of started to go down. And they got sweat washed away and he turned around and he was like I feel you and I was like oh well hell I thought she was Randy <laughs> yeah so that was probably one of my embarrassing moments that I almost took brother-in-law's PP by accident almost almost okay almost and he turned around and like was just shocked as hell that I but you know they shouldn't be twins they was twins they, looked they shouldn't have been twins <laughs> But yes, he was standing there washing a dish. You know, I should have known that wasn't my husband because he never washed a dish any damn way. That right there should have told me something different. But yeah, I wasn't. Maybe that's what got you hot and bothered. Like, oh, hell, look at this. (laughs) You know, but yeah, that was hilarious. Unfortunately, my ex-husband passed away in 2019 on Mother's Day. But when we divorced, we divorced amicably. We stayed friends Till the day he passed. So, yeah, yeah, we always laughed about that. That was funny. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, next one. One thing you've done that you would like to take back? Um, one thing I've done that I like to take back. Um, years, okay, I have a friend that I've been friends with for, for years, since kindergarten. So, over 30 years. Um, she struggled with addiction, still she's in recovery today, but years ago, I, when she was in the midst of that addiction, I had to, I had to step away. I had to step away and I shouldn't, I feel like the way that I did it, I shouldn't have did it that way. I, I should have, I should have did it in a different way. I was trying to protect myself 
and trying to make it where I didn't go down a bad road myself. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like disappeared out of her life. And it still bothers me. And I still regret it today. Although she is okay today and I am okay today. It, I still, I, I don't know. I regret how I did that. And I feel like I, I could have pulled back in a different way. But it was, it was like literally one day I was there and the next I wasn't. And I felt like she needed me in that moment. But I, I needed myself more importantly right then. And I had to protect myself. And I feel like if I wouldn't have done it that way, circumstances could be different. But it still bothers me to my core that I, I disappeared out of her life in, in one of her weakest moments that she needed me. I've talked about this before, but I, it's like I just cannot forgive myself the way that I did that years ago. All right. Last question. And I'm going to I'm going to guess because <laughs> I, I see some comments on some videos that I happen to get tagged in. Um, but <laughs> and I'm like, damn it, I keep missing her comment when I go back. I'm like, I just missed her comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those videos. So tell us what your guilty pleasure is. You might have a couple, but what is your guilt? A, a or some guilty pleasures? My guilty pleasure is that I I am attracted to everybody, like everybody, okay? Everybody, does not matter who it is. I am just attracted to a human being, like really. Like God forbid if something terrible happened to my husband and he was no longer with me, there, nobody would be off limits. I would, I would literally date anybody. I'm like, just, a, a hoe phase would ensue. Is that what you're saying? Just, see, just to see what would make me happy. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So when I see just, I'll see beautiful women on the app. I'll see these handsome men. My guilty pleasure is people. It's just people. I am so attracted to any human being on this earth. So I will always be in somebody's comment section, hyping them up. In any kind of way possible. I mean, no harm by it. I certainly would right. never have there or cheat on my, my husband knows that I do this. Both of us are very open like that. He, I'm not going to be mad if he tells a woman she's beautiful. Absolutely not. Um, we're very secure in our marriage like that. So my guilty play is people. I just love beautiful people and it doesn't matter who they are or anything. I'm going to be in their damn comment section. So no wonder you see me in places that you think I should. <laughs> <laughs> I never judge you for it. I think it's funny as hell. I'm like, Oh, I just, I'm like, I'm going to catch her one day so I can get her comment. in one of my comment videos. It's you know funny is when I see the comment where somebody says, Mama Ty, what are you doing in here? Mama Ty, go to bed. Mama Ty, it's your bedtime. <laughs> I've seen that. Wait, let's touch on this real quick before we go. Am I correct in saying that since your husband's not there through the week, you guys have some scheduled time when he gets okay. there? Oh, yes. Every weekend, if I do not, I have an appointment in the shower Friday night at 830. I better be in there. Like, be, like I used to go live every Friday night, right? Okay. Well, I people knew that I had to be off that live by 830 because it's shower time. And I've got, if I don't, if I don't jump in that shower with him, he's annoyed. He's like, okay. <laughs> what? 
What is happening? Why are you not in the shower with me? Oh, yeah, we you have to. But you have to because my husband's a truck driver. I've also been very open about how vocal I am about keeping the intimacy part alive in our marriage. We have been together almost 17 years. And you you cannot, you know, if you if you both are physically unable and there's nothing that, you know, you know, health wise or something that keeps you from keeping your intimacy part of your marriage alive, you need to keep it alive. Keep mm-hmm. it alive, not just for yourself, but for each other. That's very important to both of us. It is very important to us. Um, and as long as we are two healthy individuals, we're going to keep that always alive. And we're very, I'm very open about that on my page because it's very healthy to, to, I think, I don't know. I think it's healthy to talk about it for one. Um, again, I know that, that there are a lot of people that go through trials in their marriage. You know, someone gets sick and down and, and you can't, you have to nurse them back to health. There's so many different right. things that can happen that could take that away from us. And if we are not dealing with something like that, we're going to do what we can to keep that part alive in our marriage because it is healthy to do. Uh, so yeah, I've got to be off the phone by eight thirty PM on a Friday night. <laughs> Listen, 8.30 Friday night everywhere in the world, water is going to like decrease because now everyone's going to do like shower time. <laughs> I mean, keep it, keep it fun for one. You got to keep it fun yeah. for you. You have to. Things can get dull in a marriage. And if you have the ability to make sure that that don't happen that way, please do it. Make it fun for yourself for sure. This is why I love the app. I feel like Things that should be talked about that never are talked about, you can yeah. now slip in and be like, hey, look, here's this. Here. It's just like you're a female. I'm a female. I mean, I'm straight, I think. But <laughs> I go on that app and I'm like, she is absolutely stunning. She is beautiful. And, and people will come on like, Let's, hey, you should come to this side. I'm like, listen, if you can pull me over there, come right ahead because I don't care. Like, I'm just going to love whoever I feel I it's- want to love goes back to the community of that app. It's like a mini guidebook to mm-hmm. anything. Well, when we grew up, there were a lot of things that it was like, oh, no, don't talk about that. And you're like, right. yeah, but it's affecting me or I know I'm not just the only one out here. So that's one thing that I have loved about TikTok is, you know, if I see someone I'm like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Obviously, someone else feels that way because there is a community or, you know, when I go to read the comments, it's like, yeah hold on, they feel the same way that I do. So it's like all these communities within communities and the women on that. Oh my God. Like, have you ever seen more beautiful women than I I, ever, 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 ever have I seen the most beautiful women as I do on that damn app? Literally. And, And they come in all shapes and sizes and, that damn Tess Holiday, oh my God. That damn Tess Holiday. The day she followed me back, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. I'm like, okay? I gotta look this up. I gotta look this up. She is this beautiful, voluptuous, redhead. She's a I think she's a plus size. Yes, she's a model too. She's a plus size model. When I tell you absolutely fabulous, she is amazing. Amazing. And the day that that the day that she followed me back was like the highlight of my life. Beautiful. She is beautiful. Yeah, I've I've because of that app, I I have just been blessed with being able to see the most beautiful. (laughs) 
around. And, and making have- those connections. I'm just like, oh, this is awesome. Yes. Well, just like us. I'm like, I feel like we could just be best friends and sitting down and having a drink and just. Yes. I mean, I listen, I don't spill tea too much, but I'll listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's like me. Like, I don't involve myself in other people's trauma, but I will sit here and I will watch it. And then I will go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Who started what? Because I both sides of the story. Okay. So, yes, I want that start no drama. Absolutely. Yeah, I will never start it. But I'll listen. I mean, I remember the other day I was like, what am I doing? Why am I like six videos in? (laughs) I don't even care about this. Because we are nosy and we have nothing else to do. Yes. (laughs) Everybody on TikTok is nosy. That's why TikTok is so successful because everybody is nosy so yes that that is very fair well listen i know that you're in the middle of covid and i feel bad like we've just been <laughs> chit chatting. so i want to let you go get some rest is there anything first of all i i want to thank you so much for coming on this has been great and i i'm just so excited that we're starting the year off with one of my favorite people on tiktok I, i'm just happy that People had, it was so funny because, excuse me, people were like, do you know this person? And I'm like, no, how do you not know this person? I'm like, because there's a billion people on this app. Well, I don't know. She's got like five, how do you not know her? How do you know her? And I remember maybe a month or so before, you know, stuff happened with your son, someone had said, oh, Mama Tot. And so I went and I looked at, oh, she seems so nice, you know? And then it was like, you and Mama Tot should do a live day. You and Mama Tot, whatever. So it was like they kept putting us like as the moms or aunties or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, if you guys say she's cool people, then she's cool people. I need to go follow and I need to like go hang out with her. But I, I'm so happy because I just couldn't think of anybody else that I would want to start this year off with on this podcast. So I, I appreciate you. And you're not feeling well. I really appreciate you coming on and hanging out. This is the time that I typically give any guest. Anything they'd like to say. So a little platform of anything you'd like to kind of tell the people out there right now or anything you'd like. Yes. I want people I want people to know, especially the youngins, especially the youngins. You know, a lot of them are still at home. They haven't branched out yet. It's not always going to be that hard. Your life is going to go through the ups and the downs of life in general. And your life is not always going to be easy every single day of your life, okay? And I know that a lot of times, a lot of people think like, I just don't see my life getting any better than this. Oh, it can. It absolutely can. It can it, it can change by the hands of you or the hands of somebody else, okay? In the best way possible. Somebody can walk into your life that you never would even expect would be such a a part of a change in you. And yes, it it can happen. So don't walk with your eyes shut, meaning always be alert and always be open to this person and these changes and these decisions. And don't be afraid to take a leap of faith. You never know what tomorrow's going to hold for you. But most importantly, you have to know it's not always going to be that tough. It's just tough at the moment. And you just keep pushing through, keep wanting better, keep wanting the bigger. And you got to, you know, shit ain't for free. You got to work hard too. But just know that 
things always, always, always get better. I promise you that. If it can get better for me, because I went through some hell in my life, then I know it can get better for you for sure. Well, so we, that's what I we appreciate. Excuse me. We appreciate those those words of encouragement because there's a lot of people struggling. I mean, we get them in our DMs, we see them in our comments. Lots of people are struggling, and I agree with everything that you're saying. It's hard, especially as a young person. It's hard to see what ten years might, you know, or three years, or even a year, even six months. It's everything is in the now, and regardless if you're if you're younger or older. I mean, Ophelia and I, we've we've gone through some things. Like we have been there whew, and done some things that were like, oh Lord, I can't believe we got through that. But listen to what she's saying, listen to what I'm saying. You can definitely make a change. But it's up to you. I mean, we can encourage, right? The most that we possibly can. We're gonna be there for you. She's gonna be there for you. I'm gonna be there for you, but we can't physically be there forcing you to to make a change. You've gotta get down and do that on your own. Oh yeah. So thank you so much. We're going to have an amazing 2023. We're claiming that energy. We're claiming that energy. (laughs) It's going to be a good one. And thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.